0: How to stop stress eating. Good morning. If you are coming in, give me a hello. If you're on replay, um, let me know in the comments below. So in the next three to five minutes or so, I'm going to be talking about stress eating. Something that comes up a lot and simply because if we think about the whole weight loss journey, health and fitness journey, and the relationship between losing body fat and perhaps getting a health outcome or even a, a body transformation outcome, we know that the food element of it, and we describe this a lot with our three legs of a stool, which I've got somewhere near me here, which oh, I thought i do not which we talk about a lot um, in our Kickstart book, about naming these three legs of the stool here, about the, fit, the food, the fitness, the mindset. Now, when we think about comfort eating, stress eating, there's two. There's potentially three elements which is contributing to this. First and foremost, you've obviously got the food side of things. Now, you've got physiological hunger and you've got psychological hunger. So I first and foremost want you to consider this. Like, how are you actually feeling? Just check in with yourself. And before you go, yeah, I'm not hungry, I just want it anyway. I just want you to be aware of this. Good morning, Jill. Um, So if we consider physical hunger, you've got... Hormonal changes happening right now, so you've got um, ghrelin, which is a hunger hormone which is coming up super high right now um, that's telling you to eat essentially you've then got um, that kind of mindset around it's a deliberate choice to eat with awareness, so I'm like, yeah, I'm hungry, I need to, to need to have this. normally an apple would do. For argument's sake So um, You know You wouldn't you, you wouldn't necessarily Be craving a type of food But rather a An apple would do Essentially If someone offered you an apple You'd have it and I, and I describe this Like when I pick up The kids from school I can literally have A bag of carrots in the car Apples in the car Or sweets in the car They'll eat any of them They're literally Ravenous um, A deliberate A deliberate choice Eating with awareness A sense of Satisfaction after eating A sense of satisfaction After eating No guilt and you're, you're feeling good Maybe a response to rumbling tummy And then we can start to consider here Okay, how hungry actually am I? Yeah, is my stomach feeling empty? Have I got an urge? We're becoming a bit more mindful Without having to practice Perhaps more structured mindfulness Maybe meditation, etc Where we may be not there yet Although I'll come on to that later um, Maybe you're feeling like you are full up but you just want something like sweet after and I've been there too so my printer's just been doing stuff on its own um maybe you've actually um been there too like I, I, I'll be honest there's been times where I've been quite full up I've opened the cupboard as I emptied the dishwasher and I've seen like in the, uh, the that's a mistake we've got our snack cupboard in with our mugs now so every time I go and put the mugs away I can then see oh grenade bars and Chocolates, all sorts of stuff in there. Um and it's like, oh, am I am I a little bit hungry? And it's when you go into this now, okay, is that physical hunger or is it psychological hunger? And now I'm gonna explain what psychological hunger is. So it makes a sudden appearance. You want a certain type of food. It tends not to be an apple. Right? So I'm not hungry at that time, but when I open that cupboard door, then I'm a bit like, oh yeah, I'm a bit bored. Let's face it, I'm emptying the dishwasher. Um all of a sudden now i 'm that i'm i 'm in touch with my feelings there now so'm i 'm bored. my response is I might just eat that to get through this empty dishwasher, and your brain will reward you for that because remember your brain will reward you because if i 'm eating i 'm no longer emptying the dishwasher at that time or i 'm getting a bit of a sense of satisfaction at the time, but how long does that last for it 's an impulsive choice when it 's psychological hunger you eat quite quickly. Maybe you don't even enjoy the food, but you still want more. Maybe it's like sweet after salty. And then there's lots of guilt and promises about next time. And then we have to look at that. So this is step one in this. Get, put our attention on essentially how we're actually feeling at the time. Okay. Is it physical hunger? Is it psychological hunger? Just so we become more aware of it. And I'm not saying this will just stop you doing it straight away. But it's about awareness. And awareness is the first step to this. this. isn't a click your fingers overnight thing. This has to be worked on slowly. And and when you consider fat loss, health, all of these things that a lot of people want, exercise is great. And that I'll come on to that in a second. But in terms of the calorie equation, if you can get a handle on... It's very hard to outdo the comfort eating, stress eating part of this from a calorie perspective. If people were eating like packs of biscuits, sweets, chocolate, then the wine comes out, we eat a bit more. It's hard to overcome that, okay? And if that's then holding you back, this is why this is not just an overnight fix, but actually awareness. And even if you have one day now where you're more in control, that's progress. Remember that. Give yourself credit for that along the way. Now, going back to these three legs of the stool. So the fitness side of things is a really interesting one because it's a great coping mechanism it's a great way to change your state change your mood it can even potentially help your willpower so then we've got another aspect of this are we actually including exercise in some kind of um, plan that we have because I was speaking to someone the other day and they were like yeah I don't like exercise Um, I don't enjoy it but I know I feel better after and given a week later after starting our kickstart program it's actually like oh I actually enjoyed that and now that's a difference, right? Now she's enjoying it. And she won't enjoy every session. Like, absolutely not. Like, there'll be times where she's just like, oh, she's has got bother to today. But if you can enjoy it a bit more than you are now and find something that you feel comfortable with, that you feel in a surrounding that you actually feel quite confident in, you're more likely to show up. And this could then impact our ability to handle stress because exercise can change our mood and our mood impacts what we do. So already, these are interlinking in. Now, just saying exercise when you're stress eating, most people will know that already. They'll know that if someone said, oh, just do some exercise, it's not that helpful advice. But there's things we can do even short term on that. Okay, so if we look at that mindset side of things, how can we improve our ability to deal with stress and, and how we're feeling at that time? So number one is awareness. Number two is to move and get that exercise in into our, Um, routine as well but number three is also to upgrade how we handle stress and I'm not saying you have to meditate or anything like that but we know that meditation sleep all these things increase or improve the function of our uh, prefrontal cortex which is the part of our brain which allows us to make better informed more intelligent decisions based on where we want to be longer term it essentially boosts our willpower so that we're focusing on where we want to be rather than the now. We're focusing on, okay, I'm gonna make this choice because this is gonna happen. And when you look at research, um, we find that uh, prefrontal cortex, the part of your brain, which pretty much develops between the ages of like four to seven, so if you talk to a toddler, and you say, we're gonna to go to the park tomorrow, they don't really understand that. They're like, a bit like, no, oh, I wanna go now. Like tomorrow, it's they don't understand really tomorrow, that longer term side of things. Look at a Labrador. Labradors have a very small prefrontal cortex, hence why, if my when my black lab comes down for breakfast, if I put the food down and said, actually, let's hold off breakfast a little bit for an hour, she'd be lying. like, "What do you mean? Like, I, know, I need it now." And then she she eats it in like, like five seconds, um, just in case it's gone. And what happens when we're stressed and tired is we dampen that part of our brain down. And just being aware of this is key, by the way. Now, all of a sudden now, we've got a, an idea of, okay, how can I improve my coping strategies? Can I add some meditation? Can I do some deep breathing? Can I get out for a walk? Can I do something fun? And then we started to chat about this. And she was like, yeah, I'm not into meditation, which is fine. We do do meditation. Some of the ladies love it. Some people, they like, I've tried it before. And Okay, if you're not ready for that yet, all good. Can you just dance? On your favourite music and dance? Absolutely, I can. Oh, yes, that's a great idea. It. She's like, brilliant. And just that can change her mood really quickly and easily, rather than you know, having to go to a session all the time, which is probably unsustainable, right? Every time you hit some stress. Now in the day, when she's working from home, which is a relatively new thing for her, last two years or so, um, with COVID and everything. So Now she's I'm just going to put on my favourite music. I've got a new response to managing stress a bit more. Will it work every time? No. Will it work more often than doing nothing? Yes. Plus you throw in the fact she is exercising on certain days now. Plus we're tackling the physiological side of hunger, aka the protein, which lowers that hormone, ghrelin, which I talked about at the start, which is hunger. So we've got all these things coming towards us now. We're helping our coping strategies with starting off with that dancing to music when you hear that. When you feel that, being aware of how we're actually feeling now. How much are you feeling? Where am I when I start to to crave that food or stress eat? Who am I with? What time is it? What's my hunger level like? What do what did I eat? And then even after that, just to be aware of it. Did that did I feel satisfied after? Yes or no? If not, what would have actually satisfied me instead? These are questions that if we can get a handle on, will make you more in control about this and essentially then help us tackle this main goal of I want to lose weight I want to get fitter I want to be healthier I want to improve my mobility I want to get up and down from the floor more easily, or whatever it is because this is a almost like the tip of the iceberg there and underneath that we've got this side of things that is often left behind so we jump to another diet and then the same thing happens it works good and then it's it's done because we're not getting a hold of it. We're not acting based on how we want to feel. We're not, we haven't touched into that side, which is quite uncomfortable. Anyway, this is what we do in the Kickstart program. If you want more information on that, then just comment below with Kickstart or send me a message and I'll get you the details. Have an awesome Sunday and I'll see you soon. Take care.